and they absorb. And now I'm excited to announce two brand new lines of my towels. What makes them the best towels ever is they're now made with 100% long staple Shapir cotton. This is a combed ring spun cotton that makes my towels even softer and more absorbent than ever. And now you get a six piece set for an amazing introductory sale price as low as $29.98. So go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get my towels for only $29.98. Or you can get my designer premium line for just $20 more. Either way, you save 50% now on all my towels. They actually work. What a concept. This offer won't last long, so please order now. MyPillow.com I'm excited to announce that you've all made MyPillow 2.0 a huge success. And with your amazing support, we've been able to expand MyPillow's USA manufacturing and jobs. And to make room for this, we're clearing out a line of our percaled bed sheets. And to thank you, I'm bringing them to you at closeout prices. Use your promo code and you get my king size for only $39 a set. Queens, $35, Foles, $29, and twin size, just $25. I'm interrupting this commercial to let you know that we've received the last two shipments of these percale bed sheets. And because of this, I've been able to add more colors, sizes, and even prints. And they're still at closeout prices so go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen now use your promo code and you'll get my king size only $39 a set queens $35 full $29 and twin size just $25 order now once they're gone they're gone for good and now Lindell TV brings you the stone zone with legendary Republican strategist and political icon and pundit Roger Stone Stone has served as a senior campaign aide to three Republican presidents. He is a New York Times bestselling author and a longtime friend and advisor of President Donald Roger Trump. Stone. As an outspoken libertarian, Stone has appeared on thousands of broadcasts, spoken at countless venues, and lectured before the prestigious Oxford Political Union and the Cambridge Union Society. Due to his four-plus decades in the political and cultural arena, Stone has become a pop culture icon. And now, here's your host, Roger Stone. Welcome, I'm Roger Stone, and yes, you are back in the Stone Zone. We have a jam-packed show for you today. Uh, the author and uh, Dilbert cartoon strip character uh, creator, uh, Scott Adams, joins us. But first, uh, let's try to break down for people what's happening in Washington. Just about four and a half hours ago, it appeared that liberal Republican representative Tom Emmer from Minnesota was poised to become Speaker of the House. Uh, this was problematic uh, for several reasons. First of all, because he is not a supporter of President Donald Trump and that he previously uh, worked for George Soros in a Soros-funded effort to do away with the Electoral College. He also voted to certify the election of Joe Biden in 2020. Seems that Mr. Emmer ran into a brick wall when President Donald Trump put out this statement. Uh, I have many wonderful friends wanting to be Speaker of the House, and some of them are truly great warriors. Uh, Rhino Tom Emmer, who I do not know well, is not one of them. He never respected the power of a Trump endorsement or the breadth and scope of the MAGA movement, Make America Great Again. He fought me all the way and actually spent more time defending Ilhan Omar than he did me. 
he's totally out of touch with Republican voters. I believe he has now learned his lessons because he is saying that he's pro-Trump all the way. But can he ever really be trusted? He has only changed because of what it takes to win. The Republican Party cannot take that chance because that is not where the America First voters are. Voting for a globalist rhino like Tom Emmer would be a tragic mistake. I myself wrote something similar uh, at StoneZone.com, also available at Big League Politics and on my Substack. And boom, Tom Emmer withdrew from the race for speaker moments ago. People need to understand that the endorsement of the Republican caucus is not a vote of the entire full House floor. Uh, and uh, at the bottom line, 26 hardline Trump supporters made it clear that they would not vote for Emmer under any circumstances, meaning he could never have reached the match 216 votes necessary. Anyway, that is the update. That is the most recent breaking news. Uh, and now uh, author uh, and Dilbert comic strip creator Scott Adams joins me on The Stone Zone. Uh, welcome, Scott. Let's see if we can get your, your sound here. Uh, can you hear me? There we are. Now we have you. Thank you so much. Right, I am good. really glad to have you back uh, on this space. Uh, we had a great time last time. Uh, your your feed on X, formerly known as Twitter, is one of the few that actually uh, induces me to think. Uh, do you have any observations about this rigmarole in Washington uh, and the fact that you can never underestimate the stupidity of the Republican Party? Well, you know, I'm looking at it almost from a citizen's standpoint rather than a political analyst. And I'm asking myself, are we really worse off without a leader and without anything getting done? I mean, it's the obvious question to ask. I've, it's been a few weeks and I keep looking for all the bad things that are happening to me personally because of the lack of a speaker. And the only thing I know is we funded fewer wars. Now, I don't know if that's good or bad, but I know that uh, if we had a speaker, we'd be spending more money and I wouldn't know if that's good or bad either. But if you spend less money, you're, you're at least doing one thing, right? Yeah, you know, I very much respect your answer. I, I had to give you the opportunity to comment because of the way I opened the show. Uh, the thing I like about your commentaries, it's mostly not political, uh, but you are a staunch spokesman for the dwindling uh, First Amendment, free speech rights, which is, uh, I, I think we both agree, uh, free speech is increasingly rare. I mean, look, I salute uh, uh, Elon Musk, uh, what he's gotten for his trouble, other than borrowing $44 billion to buy Twitter, now known as X, is uh, six federal investigations into his business activities. Uh, it was very courageous of him, in my opinion, to release the Twitter files, which demonstrated the extent to which people like you and I uh, were being censored. Uh, but that doesn't even address the mass censorship that continues to go on at Facebook, uh, at Instagram, uh, at uh, YouTube, uh, and so on. I actually think uh, that censorship could be the number one problem in the country because it, it halts the discussion of all of the other problems, particularly the fact that the country appears to me to be hurtling towards war. 
No, uh, Roger, I, I would go further than you, and I would say that free speech and the First Amendment are now history. Uh, they're in the dustbin of history. There's no such thing, because right now the only right you have of speech is to say something that is uh, not going to bother anybody, and that's almost the opposite of free speech. The whole point of free speech is saying things that very much would bother people, but you get the right to say it anyway. And this, this uh, small difference between the fact that the, it's the government that free speech, uh, the First Amendment applies to, not private businesses. But if the government sets up a network of everything from fake fact checkers to fake watchdogs to fake uh, you know, news misinformation organizations, and then the platforms are willing to do whatever those entities, which are largely political, uh, tell them to do, and if employers are ready to fire you for a bad opinion or your college is ready to you know, kick you out for a bad opinion, uh, none of these speak to anything like free speech. Now, I, I understand that the Constitution is about just the government's role, but in a practical sense, we don't have it. Um, I got canceled for an opinion uh, that maybe other people could have said it, but it's now actually a popular opinion. Uh, which is that if there's a group of people and you can't tell how many in that group want you dead or want bad things to happen to you, you should probably put some distance between you and that group. Now, that is completely non-controversial as we're watching events in Israel and Gaza. But uh, I got canceled worldwide for saying some version of that. Now, I don't think anybody's got the ability to say what they, what they really think if it's against the narrative or there's a substantial group who would be offended by it because you'll, you'll lose your livelihood. And that's not really free speech in a practical sense. Uh, I completely agree with you. Uh, it seems to be being even more vigorously enforced uh, in Europe uh, and in Canada uh, than in this country. Uh, but uh, speaking as someone who is continues to be uh, banned for life on Facebook, by the way, Facebook never bothers to tell you why you're banned for life. You just one day your profile just disappears. It's just gone. Right. By the way, there is a Roger Stone on Facebook. Uh, he uses the same imagery and the same biography that I use on X. He, he or they, whoever this is, occasionally posts things from my uh, X, uh, uh, you know, profile. But it, it is not me. I don't, and I don't know who it is. I do guarantee you this. If I tried to set up a profile tomorrow on Facebook, it would be taken down uh, like that. Uh, and um, I, I think the censorship is really aiding uh, the rush to war, which is the greatest single concern that I have today. Yeah, I can't imagine how free speech and war even fit together in the world of uh, social media. Because if you're a government, your job is to win the war, you know, once you've dedicated yourself to it. It's a separate question whether you should be there in the first place. But once you've committed, um, I have a real question of whether free speech actually has a role in the middle of a war, a hot war, certainly before it and certainly after it. But if, if you look at, say, Gaza situation, uh, you could really imagine that public opinion would undermine your war efforts. And if you thought your war effort was legitimate, you would have a real tension between wanting to preserve free speech and wanting to end it completely, at least during the war. So I, as much as I'm a free speech 
as close as you can get to an absolutist. I'm also practical, and speech is part of the war weaponry. And if you're in a war, and I would argue that we're, we're sort of in one now, maybe two, um, free speech might be one of those things that you have to limit a little bit uh, or else risk losing a war. That's a pretty big cost. Commercial break here in a moment. We have a, a new format that we're dealing with. So I ask you uh, to bear with us. Uh, I do when we when we come back, I want to talk about your book, Reframe Your Brain, the user interface for happiness and success. This sounds to me like a book that I could really use. Uh, it's available on Amazon.com. And I specifically like to know whether the general censorship of your views has hampered your ability to, well, sell books. Uh, that has certainly been the case uh, in, in my situation. I've written a New York Times bestseller. I've written four Amazon bestsellers, but I find them increasingly difficult to sell because of my lack of access to social media based on uh, censorship, based on the fact that I'm a, an undesirable. Well, my book's selling well so far, um, primarily because uh, I've sold other books, and so I have a, a base, and I'm still on the X platform. So I've got uh, at least that access. And when I got canceled, my number of uh, followers increased substantially. So my my power and authority somehow increased when I got canceled. Um, so that, that part's working pretty well. And Amazon has a pretty good... Uh, independent seller program. So you can get a proper book published and delivered uh, without a publisher, which to me is a, a huge advantage because that's just one more entity I don't have to deal with. So it's working out really well, actually. Um, things are going well, but only because there's built up sort of a, uh, on the right, the political right, they have sort of a, uh, let's say a canceled second life. Uh, in other words, a lot of canceled people will find that people on the right want to support them because they don't think the cancellation was appropriate. So they might be, you know, uh, looking at their uh, locals channel or following them somewhere they weren't following them or buying the book they weren't going to buy otherwise. So actually things have changed so that you can get canceled and still make a living. But I would agree with you that the traditional uh, publishing path would have been a lot bigger. So you, you have to give up quite a bit for free speech. Uh, I did see that uh, you reposted something I was very interested in, and that is uh, the lawsuit uh, by Continuum uh, News, which is not a conservative base, but an anti-war kind of libertarian-oriented news site against uh, NewsGuard and the U.S. government over censorship. I was very happy to see them take action. On the other hand, I guess I'm to the point where I believe our judicial system is so completely politicized. I don't know if a fair trial can be found anywhere in the United States. Yeah, I worry about everything except the Supreme Court, which seems to be working. So, you know, if Trump had not stacked that court, uh, I feel like the whole the whole situation would be really bad. So that's what I worry about the most is that at least the Supreme Court seems to be sane and sensible at the moment. Uh, you have uh, observations uh, regarding the the tsunami of lawfare uh, against Donald Trump. Uh, we're going to go. Yeah. To, actually, we're going to go to break here, Scott. And we'll pick your answer up uh, on the other side. I'm sorry to 
cut you off. But as I said, we're dealing with a new format. So stay right there. Don't go anyplace. We'll pick you up on the other side. My towels solve the problem that we've all had with towels. You go into the stores and they feel lotiony and soft, but then you get them home and they wind dry you. That's why I made my towels. They actually work, they're soft, and they absorb. And now I'm excited to announce two brand new lines of my towels. What makes them the best towels ever is they're now made with 100% long staple Shapir cotton. This is a combed ring spun cotton that makes my towels even softer and more absorbent than ever. And now you get a six piece set for an amazing introductory sale price as low as $29.98. So go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get my towels for only $29.98. Or you can get my designer premium line for just $20 more. Either way, you save 50% now on all my towels. They actually work. What a concept. This offer won't last long, so please order now. MyPillow.com I'm excited to announce that you've all made MyPillow 2.0 a huge success. And with your amazing support, we've been able to expand MyPillow's USA manufacturing and jobs. And to make room for this, we're clearing out a line of our percale bed sheets. And to thank you, I'm bringing them to you at closeout prices. Use your promo code and you get my king size for only $39 a set. Queens, $35, Foles, $29, and twin size, just $25. I'm interrupting this commercial to let you know that we've received the last two shipments of these percale bed sheets and because of this i've been able to add more colors sizes and even prints and they're still at closeout prices so go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen now use your promo code and you'll get my king size only 39 dollars a set queens 35 dollars full $29 and twin size just $25. Order now. Once they're gone, they're gone for good. All right, folks, we certainly appreciate your loyal patronage 
at mypillow.com and please use promo code STONE. Uh, we now return to our guest, uh, cartoonist uh, and author, Scott Adams, uh, who joins us today in the Stone Zone. I apologize for that break. As I said, we're on a new format. Scott, my question to you was a reflection on this tsunami of lawfare against President Donald Trump. So what's the number of his uh, lawyers or people who were associated with him as lawyers who have now pleaded? Is it three or four? Jen Ellis was the third or the fourth? I think she I think she is the third. I believe she's the third. Yeah. So a lot of people who are the anti-Trumpers who are just drooling and their their dopamine is through the roof because they're thinking, ah, three people have turned. They're going to you know testify against them. Maybe. But uh, this is another example of two movies on one screen, as I like to say. The movie I'm watching is there were a bunch of people who were overcharged and maybe shouldn't have been charged with anything. And now they're just pleading out to the whatever they can you know, get them to say yes to, to make it look like they did something. But I would guess that none of them have anything that's going to be especially damning for Trump. So to me, it looks like closer to uh, he's going to be free than he's in trouble. But there's no way to know yet. At the moment, there's no signal that any of them have some kind of damaging information. Uh, I feel like we would have gotten some kind of hint of that, but nothing so far. I think that's an excellent uh, analysis of the situation. An excellent column uh, in the New York Post by uh, one of their greatest reporters, Miranda Devine, yesterday, making exactly that point that uh, the lawyers charged so far did not represent Donald Trump. That's true. Uh, and that Rudy Giuliani, who did represent Trump, kind of rejected uh, their conclusions. Uh, in both Washington, D.C. Uh, and in uh, Fulton County, Georgia, which is Atlanta, uh, the fundamental case against Trump relies around knowing for certainty his mental state, meaning that yeah. he knew that he had lost he was certain in his heart and uh, his in his mind that he lost and that he sought uh, to hold on to power anyway. I have no idea how you could possibly prove that. Uh, I don't think he <laughs> believed, that, and I don't think he believes today uh, that he that he lost. So I'm uncertain how they prove that. Um, uh, and I, I agree with you. I'm not sure that any of these lawyers uh, have uh, any real evidence against him. On the other hand. What of the Sixth Amendment in which your lawyers got on your, your conversations with your lawyers, uh, this is more apropos in the in the D.C. case, are supposed to be, sac or in the Florida case, pardon me, are supposed to be sacrosanct. In other words, lawyers uh, being forced by a judge to divulge their conversations and their notes with their client. Never heard of such a thing. Yeah, uh, obviously it's to chill people so they don't work with Trump. It's uh, To me, it seems like the larger play is to make sure that nobody who has a real career and wants to keep it associates with them because it's it's obvious that they'll go after you for anything they can and bury you in, in legal problems. So that's mostly what I see. It just looks like a broad way to just um, destroy everybody who gets near him. But every time they put any of this in the news, it allows them to push their narrative as well. So every every little legal twist gets them to remind you, oh, he may have tried to overthrow the country by encouraging people to be peaceful when they wandered around in a building. And amazingly, we've got to the point where half of the public believes that 
Republicans stage a, a an insurrection without guns. Now, this is where the the Democrat usually runs in and goes, but but there were those three people who had weapons, as if that was somehow important to <laughs> to thousands of people uh, letting their voice be heard. But we're we're so gaslighted at this point that watching Trump's lawyers being taken out which in a normal world would be so far past the line of acceptable behavior by the government or the judiciary that you know we would we would be up in arms but we are so beaten down by insane amounts of gaslighting that almost anything seems like just another 1% it's hard to get mad about that new outrage because it's only just a little bit extra to the outrage you already had so uh, outrage exhaustion is a big story that nobody talks about. Well, uh, and as we know for an absolute fact, uh, uh, a uh, the U.S. House of Representatives building uh, is occupied uh, by protesters, which is uh, trespassing at a minimum. Uh, yet there's no evidence that any of those people just days ago are going to be prosecuted uh, as those who are simply uh, charged with trespassing on January 6th are. It's a uh, uh, I can tell you all about the two-tiered justice system. So uh, I think it is uh, pretty arguable uh, that had uh, the Biden administration not given the Iranians essentially an assurance that they were about to get $6 billion, perhaps there would not have been funding for the attack uh, in the Gaza uh, by Hamas. Uh, but clearly not learning their lesson they turn around and announce that we're going to give $100 million in humanitarian aid to Hamas as if they can be trusted to use this solely for humanitarian purposes. Uh, is, this, is this world war already baked? I mean, is this, is this, because uh, it appears to me that it is. Well, I'll use my uh, geopolitical non-expertise and non-military expertise to tell you what I see. What I see is there will never be another better time to take out the leadership of Iran and Israel needed to do it because they've already said we're not going to let Iran have a nuclear weapon and there's no other way to do it. There, there's not a second way. They're not going to negotiate it away. So I think from Israel's point of view, uh, it's a tragedy, but one which they are probably smart enough to know is the best time to go. So even though there's a lot going on war-wise, um, the the horror of the uh, the attack from Hamas does give them some moral cover that they probably couldn't get in any other you know two or three month period, maybe forever. So if they wait too long, uh, Iran is going to have a nuke probably, and if they uh, if they go now, it's probably the best cover they'll have in terms of public opinion. So if they can get it done, I'm sure they want to. So whether it happens or not, I think will only be a practical question. Once we've lined up all our assets and you know we see uh, what it looks like sort of on paper, I think a decision will be made. But in my, in my mind, it looks like they've already made the decision, but there's always a, the last minute go, no go decision. I just uh, published a piece uh, moments ago uh, on Substack and also at StoneZone.com. I, I support Israel strongly, uh, and I do agree that now may be the time to limit Iran's uh, ability to uh, 
develop or I should finalize the development of nuclear weapons. On the other hand, this administration doesn't seem to have that as an objective uh, at all. It doesn't seem to be their objective. Uh, we have been, uh, certainly during the four years of the Trump administration, uh, you had former Secretary of State John Kerry, I think in violation of the Logan Act, essentially trying to undo Trump's decision not to send uh, billions to the Iranians in the, in the arms deal in which we're paying them not develop nuclear weapons, but with no ability to see how we're using the money that we are giving them. Uh, they don't seem to be concerned about that. It's really, it's really quite uh, concerning. I saw that you posted about this. I, I want to comment on it. Uh, Owen Schroyer, a good friend of mine, former colleague, we did a show together at Infowars called The War Room for 18 months. That was before I was arrested uh, for fabricated crimes, for lying under oath about Russian collusion that, well, never actually happened, uh, is now uh, yesterday reported to federal prison for things that he said outside the Capitol. He never entered the Capitol. Uh, he, he basically is being incarcerated for thought crimes, for free speech crimes. Uh, and I saw that you posted on this. Uh, he's essentially being posted for or being incarcerated for saying 1776. This boggles the mind. Yeah. Um, again, it's, it's sort of outrage exhaustion. If that was the only thing going on, I feel like I would march in the streets because it's just such an insane injustice. And it's right in front of us. Nobody's hiding it. Uh, but there are so many of them. I mean, how many of the January Sixers got uh, got some kind of a uh, you know bad situation going legally? A lot of them. Look at uh, Trump's Trump's uh, the people associated with him as lawyers. Uh, you know, look at the people who have been uh, you know canceled in one way or another. It seems like there's there's this chessboard, and as we get closer to the 2024 election, then people are just looking to take people off using every tool they have. They're using the uh, the lawfare, they're using the uh, social media, the fake fact-checking, the watchdog groups. Um, it's all at war at this point. Yeah, the uh, the use of, uh, of lawfare is uh, ubiquitous. My wife and I still face 11 meritless, baseless, completely bogus civil suits. Uh, they, they use it to, you know, gin up enormous legal fees for us to drag your name through the mud. It really kind of never ends. Once you stand up against the regime, uh, you're targeted. Uh, and of course, you have not even an iota of your previous free speech rights. Uh, your comments at the opening were absolutely right. Once again, we're with Scott Adams, uh, the famous cartoonist, a creator of the Dilbert comic strip uh, and author of the book, Reframe Your Brain, the user interface for happiness and success which uh, you can buy right now uh, on Amazon.com. Uh, we urge you uh, to do that. Uh, we are going to go to a commercial break here, and we'll be right back. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Coffee. I get products all the time from entrepreneurs for my new platform, mystore.com. And when I tried my coffee for the first time, I was blown away. It is the best coffee I've ever had in my life. 
I spent the last four months doing my due diligence and this family owned business micromanages every step from the fields to the cup to ensure the best quality coffee you're ever gonna have. It starts with the beans that are grown in Honduras. Honduras's volcanic soil and humid climate make the perfect growing conditions for coffee plants, which produce the best beans ever. Then each batch is tested for its aroma, taste, and other aspects to meet the highest standards in the coffee industry. And after that, it goes into production, which is all done right here in the USA. It's like you're getting that small batch specialty coffee, but delivered right to your front door. So go to mystore.com or call the number on your screen. Use the promo code and you'll get your very own My Coffee for 25% off. You guys all know that I've traveled the country for the past year and a half. I've stayed in hundreds of hotels. I've tried every coffee out there. Well, some of the coffees have that terrible aftertaste, some that leave me jittery, or I get an upset stomach. Well, my coffee is different. It's the richest, smoothest, best coffee I've ever had. My coffee comes in a variety of flavors. You get them ground or whole bean, plus it's certified organic and non-GMO. I guarantee it'll be the best coffee you've ever had. So go to mystore.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code and you'll get my coffee for 25% off. And I'm gonna give you deep discounts on all my store products. That's mystore.com. It's my new platform for USA entrepreneurs. Please order now. This is Roger Stone. You know, Winston Churchill loved a good cigar. So did Jack Kennedy, Mark Twain, and other notables. Whether you're an occasional cigar smoker or a regular cigar smoker, you need to know about My Patriot Cigars. These are premium handmade cigars out of Nicaragua made with 100% long filler tobacco aged at least three years to give you the best possible smoke. Go to MyPatriotCigars.com and use promo code STONE and you get 15% off. There's also free shipping for orders over $100. Every box of cigars comes with a $10 e-gift card for your next purchase. Yes, it's a premium smoke for freedom-loving patriots. Go to MyPatriotCigars.com and don't forget to use the promo code STONE. All right, uh, we're back with uh, Scott Adams, uh, the famous cartoonist, man about town, uh, and author, uh, and we're delighted to have him. Scott, walk through us, uh, walk through us again. You did this on the show last time, uh, and a lot of people commented on us. Exactly what happened in terms of Dilbert, uh, and what is uh, Dilbert's future, if there is one? So uh, Dilbert is still running. Uh, I did get canceled worldwide in newspapers. So a few newspapers uh, complained. I think the Washington Post might have been the primary one that got things going. But the mistake I made was assuming that since I had many, many newspapers as clients, that they wouldn't all cancel, even if I said something you know that they didn't like. But what I didn't count on is I would go after my syndication company. <laughs> so there's a company that cartoonists work with who do all the distribution and sales, and you split the money. But they, they got to the syndication company, and the syndication company said, too much pressure, uh, we're out, you know, so just business decision. Then they got to my publisher. So then the publisher not only uh, gave me back the rights to my book, 
but also the the rights to the, the other ones, the recent ones. So I got all my rights back and I took them and published Reframe Your Brain, which was already in the works. And that's doing well. You can get it wherever you get books, Amazon, etc. Um, and I moved the Dilbert comic onto subscription sites. So you can see it on scottadams.locals.com. So that's my other political stuff, plus the comic and another comic called Robots Read News, a new comic and uh, some other stuff. So if you don't like the politics, you can just see the comic itself on the X platform, but you have to be a subscriber to me. So you just click the button in my profile and for three bucks a month, you can see Dilbert. And I'm thinking of adding the Dilbert calendar on there in a digital version. So, yeah, that, so you can get was, all that stuff. That was my next question. I used to love the Dilbert calendar. I wonder where that would go next. Well, for this year, it was uh, too much disruption for me to get a physical one going. It takes a lot of planning, uh, but I could probably do a digital one and I'll make that available for subscribers. Now, if you think that's hard, I mean, for 14 years, I have produced uh, on New Year's Day an international men and women's best and worst dress list. The worst dress category is pretty easy to come up with. The best dress category gets harder with every single year. This is a tradition that I adopted from the late Mr. Blackwell, who was a famous uh, Hollywood columnist. That's becoming more and more difficult to do. The only one year that I could not do it uh, was the year that I was judged from all public commentary by a federal judge. All right, I want to thank uh, Scott Adams for joining us here today uh, in the Stone Zone. Uh, you can follow him on X. Be sure to order his fantastic book, Reframe Your Brain. Let me get the exact, uh, Reframe Your Brain, uh, the user interface for happiness and success. That's by Scott Adams. You can get it on Amazon.com. Please order it right now. I'm going to you should do the same. Scott, you, thanks so much for joining us in the Stone Zone. Uh, thank you, Roger. Uh, there you have it, folks. Scott Evans, a great uh, proponent uh, for free, free speech, who, like me, has sadly concluded that free speech in America is dead. Uh, so an update for those who are following the Washington, D.C. Contra attempts. Uh, spe former Speaker uh, Kevin McCarthy uh, attempted to uh, insert his former minority whip uh, and right-hand man, Tom Emmer, uh, as Speaker of the House. Uh, Emmer did receive the endorsement of the Republican caucus. That simply means a majority uh, voted for him in the caucus. Uh, a number of members, however, who voted for him in the caucus have now announced that they would not vote for him uh, on the floor. Uh, and to the shock and surprise of almost everyone, Emmer himself uh, withdrew uh, only about an hour uh, and a half ago. Uh, that means that the piece I published uh, moments ago at stonezone.com, also at Big League Politics, uh, is already uh, out of date. I'm going to have to touch it up as soon as uh, this show is over. Uh, what happens now? Well, first of all, I think it demonstrates the extraordinary power, once again, of Donald Trump. Uh, remember that uh, Jim Jordan got 
200 votes in the Republican caucus. Uh, the highest uh, that Tom Emmer got was 96 votes. Uh, that did get him the endorsement of the caucus, uh, but it did not get him the speakership. Um, I think it's important to note that one of the things uh, that Kevin McCarthy uh, and his right-hand man, Tom Emmer, did extraordinarily successfully uh, is use their billion dollars uh, raised over time uh, in special interest PAC funds uh, to block MAGA candidates for the House uh, in Republican primaries. I'll give you just two examples, uh, obvious examples. Laura Loomer uh, and uh, J.R. Majewski uh, in Ohio. Uh, also Mike Crispy uh, in New Jersey. Uh, not because they weren't for Donald Trump, because they were 100% for Donald Trump, uh, but because they weren't for Kevin McCarthy. Uh, that was the real danger. For those who think that the red wave turned out to be a pink drizzle, um, that is largely at the, at the hands of McCarthy and Emmer, who I think uh, kneecapped some of our very, very best candidates. So um, it is uh, now I think we go back to the drawing board. Congressman uh, Mike Johnson of Louisiana's, Louisiana's fourth district appears to be the new uh, front runner. Uh, yes, I would have been very happy uh, with the ascension of Byron Donalds of Florida. Uh, I do think Byron Donalds, however, ends up being an extraordinarily strong uh, candidate for governor. Um, we have a, uh, an extraordinary video of Hillary Clinton. Uh, do we have time to run that, gentlemen? All right, let's, we're going to run that for you. This is something you have to see. Check this out. Struck by the hypocrisy I'm sorry, we've got of the two more people I, I to hear from. I'm sorry. You, you have a the, chance. Well, the, I'm not sorry. The, the you sit down. I, I know you're not sorry. People, That's the point. The hypocrisy of this talk. speech. The I'm hypocrisy of the fact that what, what do you have? Can you Frank please? Can you, is can you please make a statement about President Joe Biden's speech? This is a clearly warmongering speech. President Joe Biden is calling for a hundred billion dollars of funding for Israel, Taiwan, and Ukraine, and we're supposed to just bundle these together and pretend like we're going to rush to World War III, and we're all just going to let Hillary Rodham Clinton sit here. And, okay. I'm yes. sorry. You know, yes. this is not what, what, this is not no, the way no, to no, have no, a conversation. I'm sorry. If you want my, to have a conversation, you're no, welcome to come you, talk to you me can, afterwards. You can sit here. Okay, right. You're yeah, gonna, you're gonna, yeah. you're gonna wait for me, right? I, please, I, I, I don't. I do not believe you. I will listen to you and I, do, I will respond to you. I do not believe you. Respectfully, right. I do not believe you. Well, and the fact just, of the matter is that the just, American people's voice are what needs to be heard. Yeah, because, they are being because heard. Because our president is not speaking for the American people, and well, neither are you. Well, that's your opinion. That's your opinion. Yes, that's my but, opinion. But well, then sit down. We've heard your opinion. Thank you very much. Now we're going to turn to people who are I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to stop working on behalf of human rights. I'm going to exercise my free speech. But it's not not free speech when you are disrupting everybody else's opportunity. It is free speech. This is free speech, everyone. This is free speech. That is not free speech. This is people constructing narratives that are openly hypocritical. I'm sorry. You, the, the incredible hypocrisy. You know, you maybe John Foster Dulles went with Eleanor Roosevelt to bring this Declaration of the Rights of Man. John Foster Dulles was involved with the CIA. Oh, 
Yeah, well, you're brilliant in your oh, historical yes. uh, cherry-picking. The, the Pinochet regime. Oh, please, listen. could you please inform me about the United States okay, involved we are in these historical to, things? We're going to move on Ms. to Clinton. Will you denounce Joe Biden's human rights? Not just yelling about it. So, Frank, I want to turn to you because... You are from Uganda, and Uganda's 2023 Anti-Homosexuality Act criminalizes LGBTI conduct in Uganda. And, oh, please. It's Please. not about Israel and Palestine. It's not Please. about. It's not football. This isn't football. It's not Team America. Well, I'm sorry, but some of us are on Team America despite our flaws and our yes. problems. Yes, yes, that, that's me. Every person on this stage has risked their life, their income, their reputation, their careers, and what have you done other than stay in against you any day of the year. I'll respond. What I have done is I have asked Hillary Rodham Clinton to denounce the president's openly warmongering, suicidal, idiotic speech. And I'm that's giving what you I've my asked. answer. I will that's not what do I've that. Done. So that's the end of I, our conversation. Okay, but sir, I'll still meet you I outside. But you're done. Right now. Okay. Frank. I don't know who that guy is, but buy him a drink. Hillary Clinton is not uh, used to being uh, confronted about her hypocrisy. There's a new ad for Donald Trump out. Uh, I think it is a bootleg, but it's particularly good. Let's, uh, it involves my good friend Tucker Carlson's voice track. Let's run that, shall we? Ad. Millions of Americans sincerely love Donald Trump. They love him in spite of everything they've heard. They love him often in spite of himself. They love Donald Trump because no one else loves them. The country they built, the country their ancestors fought for over hundreds of years, has left them to die in their unfashionable little towns, mocked and despised by the sneering halfwits with finance degrees, but no actual skills, who seem to run everything all of a sudden. Whatever Donald Trump's faults, he is better than the rest of the people in charge. At least he doesn't hate them for their weakness. Donald Trump, in other words, is and has always been a living indictment of the people who run this country. That was true four years ago when Trump came out of nowhere to win the presidency. And it's every bit as true right now. Trump rose because they failed. It's as simple as that. If the people in charge had done a halfway decent job with the country they inherited, if they cared about anything other than themselves, even for just a moment, Donald Trump would still be hosting Celebrity Apprentice, but they didn't. Instead, they were incompetent and narcissistic and cruel and relentlessly dishonest. They wrecked what they didn't build. They lied about it. They hurt anyone who told the truth about what they were doing. That's true. We watched. America is still a great country, the best in the world, but our ruling class is disgusting. A vote for Trump is a vote against them. That's what's going on in this country.
All right. I thought you'd enjoy that ad. We're going to go uh, to a, a commercial break here in a second, but pay particular attention to this promo code because, folks, I really need you to use it. Looks like you've been sleeping well. Megan, he's back. The my pillow guy. And you're looking good. He's still feeling good. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, we've got the best pillow ever, my pillow 2.0. When I invented my pillow, it had everything you'd ever want in a pillow. Well, now there's new technology that makes it even better. My pillow 2.0 has my patented fill combined with a cooling fabric with temperature regulating thread. My pillow 2.0 is truly the next generation of my pillow. The best sleep just got even better. Whether you have a my pillow or not, you need to get the brand new my pillow 2.0. Call or go to mypillow.com now. Use your promo code and for a limited time when you buy one, you'll get a second one absolutely free. You're sleeping even better. And cooler, too. And you're looking good. Feeling good. I knew you would. Visit MyPillow.com. When I invented my pillow, my passion was to help each and every one of you. And 20 years later, all of your support is what keeps us going. Because of you, we've been able to create thousands of USA jobs and help millions get the best sleep ever. To thank you, my employees and I are bringing you a limited edition my pillow. The Giza Elegance My Pillow is made with my patented adjustable fill, the most amazing cotton, and a two-inch pipe gusset. It has four custom loft levels, machine washable and dryable, and you get my 60-day money-back guarantee and 10-year warranty. Go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get your limited edition 20th anniversary MyPillow queen size. Retails for $69.98, now only $19.98. That's right, get a queen size MyPillow for only $19.98. From all of us here at MyPillow, Thanks America! Uh, so there you have it, folks. Uh, please uh, go to MyPillow, uh, and when you do, use a promo code STONE. I would be remiss if I did not mention to you 
my favorite product uh, at MyPillow.com. Those are the famous MyPillow dog beds. So if you are a uh, dog lover like I am, uh, then I strongly recommend that you check out the dog beds. They come in small, medium, and large. The small being uh, with promo code STONE, $19.99. The medium with promo code STONE, $39.99. And the large with promo code STONE, a low, low, $69.99. So uh, if you love the animals, as Jesus loved the animals, as Mrs. Stone and I love our babies, um, there is uh, no better product at MyPillow. Protect your floors. There's my babies, Mimi and Peewee. These are the ninth, eighth and ninth Yorkshire Terriers that we've had in our uh, 38 years of marriage. Uh, there are fur babies, if you will. Uh, and if, you, um, if you're going to get the dog beds, well, then you should really get the pet blankets. Uh, the pet blankets This is my second favorite uh, product uh, at uh, MyPillow.com. They also come in small, medium, large, and a special size for the car. Uh, Now, Mike Lindell has pointed out an extraordinary special, uh, and that is uh, that the towels, there are certain uh, type of towels now uh, on a special. There you see it. Uh, My good friend, Officer Sal Greco, pointed out what an incredibly good deal this is. Uh, the premium set is a 50% saving. It's $49.98. The six-piece set, uh, premium saving at $29.98, also 50% off. Uh, please use promo code STONE. Uh, we need and appreciate your support. And, of course, we appreciate the great support of the number one entrepreneur, capitalist, free speech advocate, and election integrity advocate in the country, Mike Lindell, right here at frankspeech.com on Lindell TV One. The House Republicans uh, will meet tonight at nine o'clock for another candidate forum. Uh, that will help uh, clarify the field. Uh, but above all, I think it is essential that House Republicans choose a leader, uh, but not a leader who is uh, a rhino. Uh, If you have not heard the news, Tom Emmer, uh, the uh, liberal Republican from Minnesota, who only hours ago appeared uh, to be the new front runner for speaker, dropped out of the race even before the ink was dry on the op-ed that I wrote, uh, questioning whether he was the right candidate. Uh, And now we seem to have a wide open situation, um, which we start from the beginning. Uh, As a Floridian, I would love to see uh, Byron Donalds uh, as the new speaker, but perhaps he emerges uh, as the new whip. Um, Do not be surprised if there is an effort to reinstall Kevin McCarthy. Yes, uh, I said this uh, last week on WABC radio, uh, and I say it yet again. Uh, I know at least one Republican member of Congress Uh, in a phone conversation with President Trump late this afternoon, which is trying to push uh, that agenda. Um, I also uh, note reports that Congressman Matt Gaetz uh, was uh, actually whipping votes for Tom Emmer. 
I'm a little perplexed uh, by that, but we have uh, no explanation as to why uh, that may be. Uh, I want to remind you uh, that if you're not a subscriber at StoneZone.com, you can see the address there at the bottom, StoneZone.com. Uh, that is where you can not only see the archive of all of our Stone Zone shows, you can also listen to the audios uh, of my WABC New York radio show, uh, which airs every Sunday now between 4 and 6. Uh, go to StoneZone.com to subscribe now. Uh, it costs uh, absolutely nothing. Uh, and uh, you can also visit the uh, store there uh, where you can pick up uh, all of my books. Uh, for example, uh, Stone's Rules. Uh, these are my uh, rules of the road uh, with a, an introduction by my good friend Tucker Carlson. You can get that at stonesrulesbook.com, uh, but you can also get it by going to stonezone.com uh, and just going to uh, the store. Um, we, are, uh, we are watching with interest uh, as a good friend of mine, Mike Murphy, used to say, never underestimate uh, the stupidity of the Republican Party. Republicans um, tend to have a uh, have a tendency to try to form the firing squad in a circle. Uh, but I think, um, as Scott Adams said in our opening segment, um, there's actually been some benefit here. We have not shipped billions more to Ukraine. Uh, we have not gone deeper in debt, uh, and we have uh, not declared war uh, uh, in the, the Middle East. So um, it just demonstrates that the country can actually function without a speaker. Uh, however, we should not uh, be uh, blind to the possibility of serious mischief by House Democrats. House Democrats are amazingly disciplined and amazingly united behind their leader, Hakeem Jeffries, uh, and therefore the propensity for mischief here is extraordinarily high. Um, I discussed this uh, with uh, one of President Trump's top advisors about an hour before the show, uh, and we agreed that some kind of power-sharing arrangement with the Democrats uh, would be a total and complete chaos, absolute chaos, uh, but I don't uh, rule out uh, the possibility. Uh, so anyway, I think we are pretty much out of time. Uh, I'm Roger Stone. I thank you for joining us in the Stone Zone, uh, and uh, we may have one more commercial break for you here. Until tomorrow, God bless you and Godspeed.
And now, Lindell TV brings you The Stone Zone with legendary Republican strategist and political icon and pundit Roger Stone. Stone is served as a senior campaign aide to three 